Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a newcomer who's like really awesome, Aron. Hello. Um, I, I wouldn't. So, I didn't prepare anything, so um, hello. You, I'm Roan. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just, just exist. That's all you need oh, to do. Oh, I'm barely good at doing that. But uh, not to get into this, things that, mm, what's not, I'm, I'm real good at talking right now, apparently. So, are you ready to be a tiger? I, I'm so glad you asked me that, because I've been waiting for somebody to ask me that all my life, and you know what? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm ready to be a tiger. I are. Are you ready to have eyes? Well, I did come prepared. I did happen to bring my eyes today, so that's a good start. And are you ready to be a shark? Well, maybe not that much. I'm not very good at swimming, so I think I might have a bit of trouble with that one, but we'll see how it goes. So so today we're going to be talking about, um, unfortunately for the second time, because I'm re-recording this episode... Um, as you can tell, we don't have Megan here, who was here before, like, today, two days ago. So you're gonna have to deal with me instead. Yeah, it's, it's so horrible. I know. It's so horrible, I just, I just don't understand. Sad. So, uh, we're gonna be talking about Tiger Shark! So, who do you think Tiger Shark is? Um, well, I think... Um, very kind of instinctually, I think probably Tiger Shark is kind of a tiger who's also a shark, or actually just a stripy, uh, stripy shark, not a stripy tiger because tigers are normally stripy. Um, but I guess like just a a tiger that's a shark, and also a shark that's a tiger, or something like that. I guess. Are are you aware that tiger sharks exist? Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of apprehension there. <laughs> I, I don't know. So <laughs> you got that idea? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, we're talking about a man, a man that looks real dumb. Here's what it looks like. If you could describe him. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Well, for a start, he doesn't really look like a tiger or a shark. He just looked like a, he looked like a, um, a big knucklehead with a spike on his head. Oh, some people call that a dorsal fin, even though it's technically not a dorsal. Yeah, I mean fin because it's on its head. Uh, well, but you know, if you know how as much as I do about sharks, which is a lot, um, judging by the fact that I didn't know what a tiger shark was. That's that's kind of that's scientific terminology. I I wouldn't expect you to understand. Yeah, well, what what does this costume look like? Oh yeah, I was probably I was putting that off. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he's it's kind of yellow and grey, which I mean, tigers aren't known for being yellow or grey. And I guess like you could say that sharks are grey, but that's it's pushing it a little bit. I would say they're more kind of like a yeah. Like a, a gunmetal grey rather than a I don't know, a um GameCube grey. I don't know, it's just it's not a good thing to look at. I don't wanna look at it very much. No, it's not great. I can tell you that. It's not great. 
Um, but, but yeah. So let's get into it. So you might think that this person who's named Tiger Shark maybe was born with the ability to like breathe underwater or something like that. That would make sense. Yeah, you may think that he's been under the water all his life and you know, maybe it's just just always was like terrorizing people. Right. Like just like a like a shark that is a tiger shark. Yeah. Which are actually kind of small. They're actually small sharks. And if you look at this and they are striping. And if you look at this boy, he is he's a big boy. He's he's a gutsy big nope. big uh Oh, muscly boy. boy. Yes. He um, certainly has well, eaten his porridge today. Well, well, his name is Todd. <laughs> Todd the tiger. Todd Arliss. Uh. <laughs> Todd Arliss. His occupation was former athlete, now criminal. I mean, how how many crimin- criminals could you, and athletes could you say about that? I mean... You've got to be like. Oh, there's been. You've got to be super fast to run away from the fuzz. The the I was supposed to say the fuzz, but I also said the feds, and now I've embarrassed myself, and now I can't show my face in public. The, the fuds. The fuds. Yeah. The um. The trademark. The Elmer fuds out yeah. there. Tm tm tm. Well, he he's publicly known, so his identity is publicly known. So so like, if someone saw this dude walk around, be like, "Hey, it's Todd." You look like a dick, Todd. A citizen of the United States with a criminal record. A birthplace was Pasadena, uh, California. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, in-betweeners. Uh, he's single. Now, is this a crossover <laughs> episode? No, no, it just it always brings uh, bring it up. I normally do like a... <laughs> uh, he has a, he has a uh, sister who is named Diane Newell. Is she single? I don't know. Might be. Perhaps you should have done your research before you started. Just sheer unprofessionalism. He was a member of the Masters of Evil 3 and 4. So he first showed up this, uh, in Submariner number 5. And I like the, I like the, uh, the cover. Okay. If you could, if you could uh, help describe that with me, that'd be great. Um, so there's, there's a Namor, my, the, that good boy that I love a lot, um, swimming very quickly from behind while Targer Shark is just like, Aah! Oh, that's, that's, that's spicy, actually. I like that. Yeah. And, and a very, a thing that would have confused me a lot as a child, uh, Atlantean, who's in like a, I would, I would, uh, argue kind of like a mod, like, 60s style, like, dress. Kind of like, um... I don't. I don't want to balk up this um, this name, but um, Allura from Star Trek, kind of. Yes, yeah. that that's what. Yeah, so very, so like very like sixties, like kind of go go yeah. type dance that uh, tripped and like it would have confused me as a kid because like whoever drew whoever first whoever drew everyone in this that would like put a lot of love and care, and they just very lovingly drew her like just like. I guess as a, a sexy damsel in distress. Yeah, I've got to show the hips, but also all two of the uh, the breastuses. 
Yes. Uh, and it's very, like, like if you just did, like, if you just made her skin, like, green and, like, maybe put some clouds in the sky or something, or made it look like a, you could probably turn it into, like, something, a, uh, star, like a 60s Star Trek, or 70s Star Trek. So, very easily. Um, I do want to talk about uh, the, okay. um, the whole Submariner thing. The, the, what his whole deal. Um, I don't know, he just looks like a big dude torpedo. Well, he is swimming very fast. It's kind of kind of hard to uh, draw someone swimming fast in either he way. He kind of looks like a Coke bottle. I mean, he is very shapely. And uh, the whole- oh, but his like he definitely has some gams on him. Oh yeah, like he could crush a watermelon with those thighs. Yeah. I want him to and do some it. Some people would gladly be crushed by those thighs. <laughs> So, let's talk about uh, Todd's past. So, Tard Arliss was a champion Olympic swimmer. Following the Olympics, he planned to become a professional swimmer. And uh, having earned estimated half a million dollars in advance for public expositions. So, one thing I want to point out. And I don't know if it's anywhere anything different in the in the UK over there. But do you think you would pay someone half a million dollars in advance to watch them swim around? I don't think I'd pay pay anyone half a million dollars to do anything. Uh, personally. Well, okay, let's say okay, crazy billionaire money. You have you have the money. You can throw it on anyone. Would you pay someone in advance in promise? For the promise that they will swim good. Absolutely not. I don't understand why you would do a public swimming thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to insult any swimmers or anything. But, like, I don't, like, I feel like... Like, I'm not a big sports person. Whatever. But at least, like, if you're watching uh, soccer or what you guys would say, like, uh, I don't know, like, footy or something. Football. Or, like... Or well, I was gonna say football in the American sense as my next example. Oh, so rugby or baseball or, or well, not rugby because no, we have different sports well, American here. American football is I just do, rugby to... for cowards. But like I like at least if you're saying like a ball be thrown around, like you can kind of be like you know, there's progress. You can have like a little bit of a That's story behind it. There's something to follow, but with swimming, it's just like, that person swam really fast to that direction, and then they swam the opposite direction. It's just like, like yeah, I guess like there's no, not really anything to get crazy about with swimming. Because like, like you, you can put a story on just about anything, but swimming back and forth? At least with the Olympics, at least with the Olympics, you can kind of be like, yeah, that's America swimming, or yeah, that's Bolivia swimming or something. The only two countries. So yeah, he got half a million dollars. But before his professional career could get underway, he was severely severely injured uh, in his both his back and legs while rescuing a man who'd fallen overboard while on a private leisure cruise. How did he get injured? I don't know. Like maybe he was just did he like, get, like caught in the propeller <laughs> or something. That's that's the only thing I could think of. Like he wasn't he was in a leisure cruise. That's the only thing I could think that would be hurting him. 
I don't know, maybe he slipped on an ice cube and just really messed up his back or something. Well, he was saving someone who'd fallen overboard, so I have to imagine it was at least in the water. I mean, ice cubes no. float. I mean, I feel like it's very improbable, but, you know, whatever. Really big ice cubes are like icebergs. You might have just, you know, worked with me here. <laughs> he, slipped on, he slipped on an iceberg and realized there was more ice underneath the water. You could say, I guess, that problem was only the tip of the iceberg. Uh, wait, so although able to walk, his personal physician advised him that he would never be able to swim again. Arliss spent a large portion of his advance money that he'd received seek seeking uh, medical help. Eventually, he discovered Dr. Lumiere uh, Dorcas, a criminally motivated marine biologist. I mean, what's that gonna... How, <laughs> how is that gonna help his back and legs? Well, you'll figure out. Also, also, like, you skipped over the part where I said criminally motivated breed biologist. Well, I mean, I know that, but that's kind of par the course with uh, Marvel. You know, it's kind of, why would you meet it's, up? It's not. Why would you meet up with a marine biologist? <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I can sort out your problems. I am a marine biologist and I can fix your legs. Why would you just be like, yeah, sure. All right, that sounds safe, and you sound like you're medically qualified to do that. Stupid. Ridiculous. I tell you what, if if America had a National Health Service, <laughs> they wouldn't have this problem. You would have to go to criminally, criminally motivated anyone. Yeah. You could just go to the doctor. <laughs> just regularly motivated doctor. <laughs> Just a medically motivated doctor, and you wouldn't have. Although, would you go to a medically would you go to a medically motivated marine biologist? I mean, I'd rather go to a regularly medically motivated marine biologist and just get a cool pair of flippers rather than some guy who's going to make me evil or something. Well, he. Uh, I mean, we don't know that he's evil yet. Well, you just said that he's criminally motivated. Come on, you're not leaving any anything to the imagination. Well, well, okay, so no. The marine biologist is criminally motivated. So far, Todd is okay. Yeah, but, okay, just carry on. Just carry on. Sorry, wait. A criminally motivated marine biologist who promised Arliss that he'd be able to make him swim again. Under protest uh, from his sister Diane, Arliss accompanied Dorcas to an undersea laboratory located off the North Atlantic coast. And so clearly he didn't see anything wrong with that. He's no, first off, he's, first off, he's, he's someone who is trained in, like, looking at fish really good. Said, I can make you swim. Yeah, but you're, you're somebody who's not, like, a medical doctor. Okay, that's one problem. I'm just going to mark them off. Two, underwater lab. That's, that's another, that's weird. That's strange. Well, I, I mean, is it as strange as a biologist? Well, as any biologist. Let's say it was a criminally motivated avian biologist. <laughs> then why would he be approaching a guy saying, I can make you swim again? They're even less qualified. Well, well I'm just saying, if any, if any type of biologist that was criminally motivated came up to you and be like, hey, I have a lab, I'm going to make you swim again. Like, I would know. say no, thank you. And what? Well, well, what if it was a seagull? <laughs> what seagulls can't like, swim? <laughs> so 
So, by the way, oh, there is a, there is went... a bird that can swim. I'll let you think about it. There is a bird that could swim. Um, a duck. What if it was? <laughs> what if it was a duck in the form of a criminally motivated marine Three biologist? Three ducks in a trench coat come up to you say, <laughs> "I will be. I will make you swim again. I will be paid only in the form of sliced bread." Come to my lab. It's in the bottom of a pond. You're like, yep, that sounds all right. Give me three loaves of Wonder Bread, and I'll make you swim again. So Dorcas subjected Arliss to a great variety of criminal uh, procedures involving high-frequency radiation therapy, which restored his damaged nerve tissue and ligaments. And he then he placed Arliss in the Morphotron. Oh, the good old Morphotron. An experimental device able to imprint upon a human being the genetic pattern of another creature. I'm taking it it wasn't a duck. No, it wasn't a duck. I do like to imagine Dr. Dorcas as a duck, though. Who's, like, really into, like, sea life. Yeah, well, yeah he's, he's a big fan of sea life. Uh, you know, just really into boating. Um, does fishing sometimes. Big fan of bread. You know what? It's a huge fan of bread. I, I judged him at first, but I kind of want to meet Dorcas. He's definitely a pervert. From his picture that in the book, he's one hundred percent a pervert. And you'll you'll get to it a little bit later. We'll get to it a little bit later. Why I think well, he's a so pervert? Like, um, but um, does it like that sniffing pervert? Is that the kind of? Well, no, 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 no. We'll get to it. We'll oh, get to it. I'm excited now. A tiger shark was what he's going to imprint on him. Uh, Dorcas had constructed a robot to search out and capture sharks for experimentation. And coincidentally, it came upon Prince Namor, the Submariner. Exhausted after a battle with the Cree uh, Captain Marvel, Namor was brought to Dorcas's laboratory to be used for Arliss's restructuring. Namor and several sharks were used to provide a compound genetic pattern of great superhuman potential. He was transformed into a superhumanly powerful amphibious creature. And then Dorcas provided Arliss with a specially prepared suit, mask, and dubbed him Tiger Shark. Now, I have a bit of a problem with the um, term amphibious, because that normally refers to stuff like newts and frogs. Not to say I wouldn't love it if it was just an evil guy in a frog suit. I think that'd be a lot better, actually. Well, Can we talk about something like that? There are evil guys in frog suits. There's people guys in frog suits. I mean, I mean, we're not talking yeah, about that. Yeah, I know. I, I don't want to like pressure you to talk about that, but I'm just saying it'd be pretty cool. Well, I mean, I may, maybe I'll have you on to talk about some evil, uh, evil frog men. Frogmen. In fact, I'll mark you down for oh, that episode. I'm so excited because I know exactly what I'm thinking <laughs> of. It's going to be a while because they're dead. Well, now you ruined it for me, but that's fine. Oh, I mean, no, it's, uh, I mean, we're not talking about Frogman. Yet. Who we ca- talked about earlier. No, we already talked about it. That was in the Fs. Oh. And we're in the T's right now. Oh, yeah. 
the, I guess the alphabet works like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's only a show that's called Alphabet Flight. I guess that is one of the aspects of it. Yeah, it, it definitely is one of the aspects. Um, well, uh, I have that one. I have that one marked, so you'll get you'll get the evil frogman rune. I'm very excited about that. They they punched a blind man. That's not great. Um, yeah, that's why they're evil. I I can definitely see why that would would not be great. The reason why I think that uh, Dorcas is a pervert is because you could tell he just wanted a like a buff tiger shark person around because he had a robot specifically to gather tiger sharks had a machine specifically to make a tiger shark hybrid person and then had a suit just made specifically for that person That's like, just laying that around is the most specific king ever it, it is and, I, and he found it it's living his truth uh, he wished to use Tiger Shark to further his own criminal ambitions as a criminally motivated brain biologist. Uh, Tiger Shark had other ideas. After physically besting the Submariner, who's still weak from a from the Morphotron uh, transfer, the Shark left or Tiger Shark left Dorcas's laboratory for open sea. Happening upon the Submariner's betrothed, Lady Dorma. A tiger shark accompanied her to Atlantis, where he bested the Atlantean warlord Seth. You know your your stepdad Seth. Oh yeah, my stepdad Seth. Yeah, yeah, he bested. He bested well, Seth. That's no good. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, he he was a warlord though. Yeah. Probably ambiguous. Yeah, uh, and then he proclaimed himself the leader of Atlantis. Uh, the Submariner eventually arrived. After a fierce battle, he beat Tiger Shark and regained the Atlantean throne. Uh, Tiger Shark was then, imprint- uh, then imprisoned in Atlantis and later escaped wi- while Atlantis was in the midst of a siege. Tiger Shark w- ran to the Salgasso Sea, where he encountered the people of the mist. Hang on. Why would he run if he's underwater? Well, I said ran away, but really he swam away. I'll be, you know, yeah. He's just going but against. You need to you need to strap down. <laughs> I'm about to tell you something that's going to that's going to maybe break you. Okay. The peoples of the mist, a band of sailors and seamen from <laughs> various cultures and time periods that were mortal mortal prisoners of the area. Tucker Shark offered to lead them out if they served them. If he served them while they were free. The Submariner, however, encountered the Mistlock area, posed Shark once and for all. He escaped in the wake of an explosion of an experimental Nazi torpedo. Wait. Hang on. So- Wait. I did not skip any sentences. It just kind of come up a bit out of nowhere, though, didn't it? There were immortal prisoners of this island area, I guess. And then a Nazi torpedo came in into play. Where did wait, when what time period is this exactly? Maybe what Uh probably like seventies. But why is there a Nazi torpedo? Is it just kind of been 
just kind of there hanging out and then it got triggered or is it just what what it's an experimental one it may have been a time traveling one but it doesn't explain i cannot give you any more information you can't or you won't i can't no i i can't Hmm. I just can't. There's no more information. I don't like You'll that. Just have to, you just have to live. You have to live knowing that Tiger Shark escaped an area that was filled with immortal prisoners from different time periods after a Nazi torpedo went off. But what? What? Where did it come from? The Nazis. But that's... Mm. I, I don't think about it. Don't think I about don't... it. I'm trying not to, but not long after Tiger Shark crossed paths with uh, Lady Dorma again, who agreed to marry him if he would ha- help save Atlantis from Orca, another one of Doctor Dorcas's uh, creations, and the Atlantean Dorcas trader Krang. Now. Roan. Orca is an Atlantean. Blue skin, swim underwater, all that junk. Um, he has a belt that allows him to gain the energy and abilities of orcas. Of course. Which means he could breathe out of water. What powers? And he's also really strong. What powers do orcas have? Uh, they're big, and they can breathe <laughs> air. Uh, well. And, um, <laughs> also another thing, he could, uh, he could control them with his mind. But... Okay, so we've definitely moved on to the Nazi torpedo thing. Again, like, just, just nothing. There's no, I cannot provide you with any more information on that. Um, the shark I don't know why they keep on saying shark. Uh, Tiger Shark uh, agreed and fought violently against Orca and his battalion of killer whales. Fun fact, Orcas are not whales. They're more closely related to porpoises and and uh, dolphins. Wait, are Orcas and killer whales the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, they're the same thing. Oh. I mean, of course I knew that, but... Um... Yes, of course. I did invite a world-renowned uh, English criminally or uh, motivated marine biologist. Uh, did they also happen to be ducks? I mean, I was referring to you. The obviously the very evil marine biologist that's on my uh, my my call right now. <laughs> oh no, that's me. Sorry, I completely forgot. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> In my in my defense, it is two a.m. right now here. Both Tiger Shark and Orca were sucked underground into, when a giant crevice opened on the ocean floor. Okay. Eventually escaping, Tiger Shark discovered that his amphibious powers were diminishing. Unable to locate Doctor Dorcas, he allied himself with the Lemurian Empress Lyra and the science scientist Lamando. Uh, Lyra risked vengeance against, upon Namor for thwarting her ascent to the Atlantean throne. Tiger Shark wanted to use Lamondo's replica of the Morphotron to siphon more of Namor's power for himself. There are a lot of words happening uh, right now, and I understand, only understand approximately like 50% of them. 
I'm happy to be here for the ride. It's it's okay. I understand most of them. At least one of us do. The three learned of the existence and whereabout of the Samariner's human father, uh, Leonard McKenzie, and kidnapped him to lure uh, Namor into the clutches of them. Uh, subdued by treachery, he was placed in the Morphotron and used to restore tri- uh, Tiger Shark's prowess. The Submariner friend Stingray came into the res- came to the rescue shortly thereafter, and in the ensuing melee, Tiger Shark threw a lead pipe at Namor's father, Namor's father, killing him. Just just the regular lead pipe, or yeah, yeah, you know, you pick up a lead pipe. And you're just like, oh no, people are hitting me, I'm going to throw it at the old man. Is this still underwater? Uh, probably not, since Namor's father is a human. If you've got, like, like proper like superpowers, um, as they are known, um, why would you just, like, throw an object at a guy? It seems like a bit of a cop-out, really, doesn't it? I mean, it? it's it's kind of a thing that super strong people do, though. In comics, they pick things up and throw them all the time. Wouldn't you throw something a bit more impressive, though, rather than just a pipe? Well, maybe you're just an elitist over there, thinking that lead pipes aren't good enough to kill old men with. You know, it could be a bit of a purist and all, but, um, yeah. You you expect a little bit more classier objects to be thrown at old men to kill them. I mean, like, after the whole, like, you know... Being turned into a a, a tiger uh, shark man boy, um, you you think like you kind of up the ante a little bit. I mean, the guy survived a time traveling Nazi torpedo. For God's sake, I'm just. I mean, I'm upset about it. Okay, he could have at least thrown a. He could have at least thrown like a pile of gold at the man. You know, be classy. Pirate gold. Yes. So, um, Tiger Shark fled. Okay. Swimming to Lake Ontario in an effort to hide out from the wrath of the Submariner, there he encountered the Hulk, Hulk, who who he believed was looking for him on Namor's behalf. He wasn't looking for him on Namor's behalf, by the way. Now, here's my favorite sentence I've read. Okay. The Hulk beat him unconscious. It, it's a sentence that should follow a lot of sentences that previously involved the Hulk. So, later learning that Namor had experienced amnesia concerning the incident, Tiger Shark came out of hiding and reunited with Dr. Dorcas. Dorcas allied himself with the underwater barbarian Atuma, and the two engaged in a scheme to construct a fleet of war machines called Octomex. Octomex. Atuma. Um, yeah. I might be going out on a, a limb here, but um, are they are they, do they look like octopuses? Atuma and the shark fought, fought the Submariner twice, first time beating him, second time being beaten by him. When Dr. Dorcas was crushed under a toppling Octomech, uh, the Submariner decided that he had enough vengeance for the time and t- had turned his... Uh, father's murderer to the local authorities. 
So ba- so basically, basically, Namor's just like, I'm so tired of beating your ass so thoroughly. I'm just going to turn you over to the cops. If I can deal with you. If I, if I kick your ass anymore, I will start feeling bad. I mean, you'd think, like, he- That's almost as bad as if, like, your bully, if, like, your bully at school is just like, I'm starting to feel sad for you. Just, just, you know, try to fight back, please. I guess, like, he's been imprisoned in Atlantis or whatever um, before, so I guess, like, if he's escaped before, he can escape again. But surely if you're, like, a, a superhero guy, you'd be able to do more than just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna ring, I'm just gonna ring the police and they can deal with you. I mean, it just, it's so ridiculous, but, like, it's not fake. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tiger Shark inevitably escaped. Oh, of course. He was unable to hunt down some mariner, so he settled for hunting down his uh, cousin Namorita. Ah, uh, of course. Kid, uh, kidnapping the Atlantean go- girl, a girl, girl, um, yeah, uh, attracted the attention of the original Miss Marvel, who engaged him in battle, but lost the, but lost him. And but not lost to him, but she lost him. Like he just escaped. He just left. Kind of like when um somebody's chasing somebody else in like a TV show, and they go down an alleyway, and they um the person chasing them goes straight past the alleyway or something. That's how I imagine it happened. So a uh, famously air-based superhero, Ms. Marvel, followed him out to the sea. And rescued Namorita. And managed to even best the uh, the shark in battle. Tiger Shark was then taken to Atlantis for imprisonment. Uh, do you see a theme here? Yeah, I'm beginning to see something. Um, tell me what happens next, because uh, I think I might know. Okay. Well, he was originally... He was, he was uh, eventually rescued by the criminal Egghead, who wished the, sh- uh, who wished the Tiger Shark to be a member of the Masters of Evil. Uh, Tiger Shark joined with Whirlwind, Moonstone, the Beetle, the Scorpion, Radioactive Man, and the Shocker. All very uh, well-known and famous villains. Uh, I mean, I know all of them. I mean, I don't know any of them, so I'm just talking out of my ass. Everyone knows exactly what I know. Because obviously they do. So, everyone should know all of these people. And also be able to picture exactly what they look like in their head when you read their picture. I mean, read their name. Well, I'm I'm very uh, interested now, actually. Well, there there a lot of them just look like generic Marvel supervillains. Um, Pym managed to stun. That's Hank Pym or Henry Pym. Wait, sorry, wait. Uh, so they were to assist Eggman and his plan to totally destroy Hank Pym. Uh, Pym managed to stun all of the masters. However, they were taken into police custody. Sometime later, Tiger Shark was free from his imprisonment against, uh, at this time, by Baron Helmut Zemo, who wished uh, Tiger Shark to join his Masters of Evil coalition. Tiger Shark helped uh, helped the masters uh, occupy uh, Avengers Mansion, but left the group before the masters' final showdown with the Avengers. He was last seen in San Francisco, allied with Whirlwind and another master of evil at large. Then he batter- battled Tigra and Hellcat. 
both cat-based uh, female superheroes. If the name didn't, uh... Well, we might be talking about someone who has... who is tiger-based next episode. Ooh. Who also might be basically, uh... anthro... fetish art. So kind of, like, a, th- a furry, I guess? Or, like, a really dedicated cat cosplayer? Just think of just a really sexy tiger lady. I'm I'm definitely thinking like about it, yeah. Like, just impossibly, impossibly sexy. If there's anything I know about tiger ladies, they, yeah, do have a... They do have a notoriety for being impossibly sexy. Um, so, yeah, so basically he's in police custody after the battle. And where he's gonna escape. Surprise, surprise. Again? Um, so, he's... He's six one. We're done. We're to, caught up to nineteen eighty seven at least of his story. Um. So he is six one. Weighs four hundred fifty pounds. Has gray eyes and brown hair. Um. He has gills on his cheeks and uh, razor sharp pointed teeth. Okay. It, it doesn't say which cheek, so he could have gills on his butt. I hope he could have gills on his butt. Imagine being the guy that, who breathes from that butt. Well, <laughs> I mean that there's there's at least one mutant that does that. It's like I breathe from my butt. That's all they do. I mean, it's kind of like rule rule forty four uh, thirty four. It's kind of like if somebody thought of it, they're the, a mutant that has it, which is really sad, actually. <laughs> yeah, it can be. So, um, he has water abilities. So, like, he can swim real good, he can go deep waters, he can see underwater well. Can you know, breathe all that underwater junk. with his butt. Yeah, breathe underwater with his butt, yeah. of course. He can swim about 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's Tiger Shark. What do you think of Tiger Shark? Well, I think he looks like a dork. Um... I mean, he 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 was he was friends with someone named Dorcas. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess it comes to the territory. But I think everything yeah. could have been avoided if he just went to an actual doctor rather than a criminally motivated um, uh, marine biologist. He could have just went to a criminally motivated doctor. That would have been better. I mean, yeah, he but he could have had robot legs. He could have had robot legs. <laughs> He could have also been just as evil as he is, just on land. Just go to a regular doctor. I mean, I'm sure, like, if you're an athlete, you normally have pretty good insurance, I'm pretty sure. I'm making that up, I don't actually know. You also come from a country that's had, like, a working healthcare system for decades now. There's a lot of there's a lot of athletes that just can't do what they want anymore because they can't afford the surgery. Oh, that is bleak. God. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. Well, you should I, be. Are you um, all right, America? Well, <laughs> do you need a hug? No, we're not. I mean, okay, I do have to admit, though, it is nice seeing another uh, supposedly um, well-off country don't, messing up really badly, though. I don't even though. want to talk about that right now. It is It is really nice. But uh, by really nice, I mean also incredibly sad. Um but speaking of things that are incredibly sad, uh, not that, Jesse, that was a bad, I don't know why I went there for a segue. Well, 
speaking of people who I find extremely charming, Road, what's your plugs? Oh, um, honestly, like, I don't do any podcasts or anything especially exciting, but you can um, follow me on my Instagram um, to check out all of my art stuff, um, which is uh, Pocket of Alnatak. That is A L N I T A K. Um, I also have a Facebook page, which is linked in the Instagram, but it is um, Emmy Baker, artist and illustrator. Now, you'll notice that it's not the same name, but that's because um, it's actually, um, I'm, I'm undercover. I'm an undercover cop. The secret is out. Yes. Unfortunately, I blew your uh, your very important oh, Interpol God, the, uh, investigation. God, the chief can hear me I'm on sorry. my wire, and he's going to kill me when I get in tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, I have plugs that I'm not going to say because I've done this episode before, and honestly, I'm a little sad. I'm uh, I'm glad to uh and and to teach you about this very wonderful person named Todd. Good old Todd. Um. Good Swimming old Todd Arliss. Well, I mean, Swimming Todd. I'm 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 glad to uh to to fill in in your times of trouble. Um, hopefully I won't like if you have me on again, I won't be as much of a a fool as I am at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's, nah, it's, it's all good. It's been fun, and I uh, look forward to uh thinking about the Nazi torpedo. A bit more, because that's really stressed me out. I don't like it at all. Well, I mean, it was also in a land that was filled with immortal prisoners from different time periods. I'm not periods. even that bothered about that, to be honest. Like, I think you why, could... why? Like, I feel like you're bothered by the wrong things. Well, I'm just wondering <laughs> where the hell the, the torpedo came from, if it's after the Second World War. They were in. They were in an area that was filled with time locked people. Maybe one of the people were Nazis. I mean, yeah, sure, but like with their torpedo, I don't that they were hiding for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not um... that. <laughs> I know my 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 issue is misplaced, but I'm still very upset about the issue that I have. Well, I'm glad to I'm glad to inflict this upon you, Grown. Um well I'm I'm pretty much done. Uh yeah, bye. Bye. bye.